0: I miss that
1: sexy you. hope I will lose control. you every night, time. Oh,
2: uh, hello, everyone. Um, Sometimes I get a little carried away. I was looking at our old set over there. What do you think? We are going to be switching rooms, I think, uh, yet yeah, to be decided. Um, do you miss that brick wall? Can you guys weigh in on that? Do you, like, do you prefer something solid like this? Did you hate that brick wall? Did you find it distracting? Do you want something different back here? Do you prefer this where you just see me? Um, let me know. Let me know if you missed the old set and whatnot. I would like to hear your opinion. Can you please put that in the chat? And also, can you please put it in the comments? Put it it somewhere so that we all can see how you feel about where I'm doing the show right now versus where I was doing the show for the first, I don't know, eight months, seven months, however long it was, because your opinion matters. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of JB Live. We're going to get crazy today. We're going to do some stuff that's a little different. Here's what's going on for today. Government in Scotland is planning to criminalize misogyny, okay? Some of it is misogyny and some of it's misogyny. We're going to talk about that. What does that look like? What is the penalty? How do they go about figuring that out? Why does this matter? You're going to see. Carrie Katona, former singer, her daughter is having to change schools because of her mom's OnlyFans. We're going to couple that with some OnlyFans girls talking about how, oh, they don't care. Doesn't matter. They don't care if their future children get impacted by their bad behavior. So that's going to be an interesting combo. There are some modern women celebrating these raunchy bachelorette parties, including bachelorette parties, by the way, where actual sex happens. We'll hear from her. We got some toxic dating advice from these modern women, too. Um, Women don't listen, guys. Big beware sign on their foreheads that you can't see. It's in like some type of invisible pen. We're going to expose that invisible pen for you. Uh, we have some distorted perceptions of monogamy. We're going to share. I don't know if you saw that Sterling Cooper went over and did the whatever podcast. I'm going to have to go down and do it. I know. I know. I don't like to travel. I don't like to travel. But I will. For you all, I will. To stir the pot, as they say. Anyway, he was over there. He triggered somebody. He said she had an attitude problem. <laughs> she did. She didn't want to hear from him. So we're going to see that. And we got some Time Magazine stuff. They're pushing situation ships. Don't believe it. Time Magazine. We all know that's a tool of the matrix. Come on. Come on. All right. So here we go. We're going to start right off the bat today. By the way, we will be reading chats. So get on in there. Super chats will be read. Um, We'll see how it goes after the first round. And then I may raise to 10 and up. We'll see how many of you. By the way, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. And nasty. there you go. It's coming. (laughs) Nasty. All right, Telegraph. First thing we have here is an article. This, this piques my interest. I look at this and I see a little bit of crazy going down. Men in Scotland who loudly boast about sexual conquests in public could face jail. Yep, you heard that right. Listen to this. A consultation published by the SNP government proposes creating five new laws designated to outlaw abusive and humiliating... Male behavior, which is claimed that it stops women from fully participating in society. Under a new offense of misogynistic behavior, that's what it's called, it would not be necessary for an offender to directly address a woman to be found guilty. In other words, guys, you over in Scotland, this is not like you say something directly to a woman that's misogynistic or whatnot. You don't even need to be talking to her. She just needs to be present in the room and hear something that you said. That's enough to put you in jail. Did you hear that? Did you hear it? Okay. Listen to this under a new offense of misogynistic harassment an offense would be committed if a man shouts sexually abusive remarks at a woman in the street or uses abusive language to a girl who does not want to be chatted up. What is abusive language? What do they define that as? Oh, they don't. Oh, here comes the slippery slope. Other examples would include deliberately rubbing up against a woman in a crowded place or showing pornography to a female. In addition, a new offense of stirring up hatred against women and girls could be deployed against incel male supremacist bloggers or Andrew Tate style online personalities who make inflammatory remarks about the opposite sex. So you see what's going on here? This is something that's going to start off and they're going to say this is because this is, you know, being utilized Toward forms of actual abuse, right? Or someone's, you know, physically touching somebody that doesn't want to be touched. Okay, that's very, very quickly going to be. Now there's going to be a guy in a cafe who says something out loud. There's going to be a woman who gets offended, a table away. That's going to count, right? Then it's going to be the bloggers. The, you notice how they said Andrew Tate style bloggers. That means basically, you know, that everybody, fresh and fit, though everybody that would be in that category of saying stuff, saying comments about women that maybe some women don't like. They're going to use this to target men. Now, what's interesting about this, I keep reading and I'm looking for it. I'm looking for like, there's always, always a little hidden treasure. My investigative journalism background (laughs) comes into play. Here we go. Women making unwanted, sexually motivated advances toward men or discussing their sexual conquests in public would not face sanctions under the legislation. You hear that? So guys doing all this stuff, would go to jail. By the way, you can go to jail for up to seven years for some of those things in Scotland if this passes through, which it very well may. But women say woman does the same thing. Is talking vulgar, out loud. And you're in the cafe saying, you know, man-hating stuff, nasty stuff about men, you know, flips that misogyny, misandry, open misandry, touches a guy, maybe inappropriately or something. This doesn't apply for them. No, women get passed. Why is that? Why is that, you ask yourself? It says the report stated that the justice system had been designed by men for men and needed to adapt to meet the needs of over half of our society. So in other words, what they're saying here is, according to them, the justice system spent a long time being prejudiced in their view. So they have to overcorrect now. Now they're going to create a separate set of rules that is actually going to create a dynamic among men and women that is, I mean, I don't even know how you would navigate how would you navigate that? Think about in a society, what is deemed as offensive? Is that not a word that holds different meanings to different people? Look at the word misogyny. You've got three quarters of the American media using that word wrong because they can't be bothered to get a dictionary and understand what it means. So you're going to have people using these terms, harassment, misogyny, all of them, abuse, very very liberally, very vague, and you're going to have guys going to jail for stuff that is going to make your head spin. That's what's happening in Scotland. Why am I talking about Scotland? Because as you've seen, a lot of what happens in one part of the world is trickling into other parts of the world. Right? We talk about one world government, we talk about the World Economic Forum. It's no you no longer have these independent sovereign countries. That's gone. Those days are over. So if you're asking me if I think this is coming your way, I do. I do. And I think big tech's going to be involved. And I think there's going to be a lot of information suppression and all of these bigs that we often talk about that hold hands. They're going to hold hands now and they're going to be targeting guys. They are because guys are now in a place where they see what's happening. People are starting these podcasts. People are getting out into space and saying, listen, I, I'm, I'm going to speak my mind. You know, masculinity is not toxic. This is not what you're saying isn't accurate. This isn't true. And the bigs can't have that. They're getting twisted. I'm telling you, they're co- guys, just be ready. Just be ready. All right. OnlyFans girls. Let's talk about OnlyFans girls. I had this on the, on the uh, docket the other day. We didn't get to it. But let's take a listen. This is number two. Let's play it, Deli.
0: The internet lasts forever. What happens when your son or daughter goes to school and everyone is laughing and circulating your pics and videos around fast money, slow problems? Men do care about your past. Honestly, I think it doesn't really matter, you know, there's
2: just I mean, everyone's out there doing something and what, you know, everyone watches porn. So why? That's not true either. Well, a lot you of know? people do. And I feel like it doesn't really matter. You know, like some so people if everybody don't care. care. Around okay, a lot of do you see the rationalizing that happens? First of all, I think a lot of these OnlyFans girls, they're heavily damaged or they wouldn't be doing that in the first place. They just wouldn't. A healthy person who comes from a healthy family, who has a healthy mindset, does not decide to go on OnlyFans and make money getting half naked, doing all sorts of lewd, disgusting stuff with strangers for strangers for cash. I feel pretty comfortable saying that. Um, I think it's very hard for women to come to terms with that, though. Like, biologically, we are wired to know that if we get pregnant, we're going to have a child growing inside us. It's our responsibility to do what's in the best interest of that child. It's very hard for these women to be faced with the reality that the things they're doing today selfishly, greedily is going to affect their future children. They can't face that. So they have to constantly say, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Imagine that line. Everyone's doing something. As if, you know, the girl down the street working at, you know, Target making some extra cash or somebody else who's doing babysitting, you know, or somebody who's putting themselves through school and you know, waitressing, as if all of those things can be correlated with getting butt naked on the internet with strangers for strangers for money. No, honey, no. And this is why they they try to create a moral equivalent among everything, because they're, they're deeply, deeply embarrassed about what they're doing themselves. So they try to create this, oh, it's all the same. Everybody's doing so. Everybody watches the pornography. No, everybody doesn't. Everybody doesn't. And in fact, an increasing number of people aren't. Because of these very guys in the space that you can't stand, right, in the manosphere space that are telling guys, don't do this. This is not healthy for you. It's going to put you in a rut. You're going to, this is not going to be advantageous to your well-being. Stop doing it. You have all these like different, you know, websites coming out and talking about the impact of pornography. People, you know, having their relationships completely compromised as a result of it. So not everybody's doing it. So stop using that moral equivalent. Oh, everybody's doing it. Oh, everybody's doing this. Oh, everybody's robbing a bank. So may as well do it too. Honey, that doesn't work. That's dumb. Some of these girls, man, I don't know if it's, I, I don't know if it's just a lack of, you know, something stern up here or if it's just so much defensiveness to defend a really indefensible lifestyle that they just, they, they don't, they, they're like, oh, I, I gotta say something. Just stop, maybe just self-reflect and stop doing what you're doing. If you're so embarrassed by it that you gotta say dumb stuff like this, that then I, you know, have to criticize because it is what it is on that topic i saw an article corresponds with it quite well actually yes you know who carrie katona is carrie katona is a former singer pretty famous uh she has a 16 year old daughter this is from metro uk Uh, this is number three uh here we go there she is that's her 16 year old daughter Headline says, Carrie Katona's 16-year-old daughter had to move schools as boys in her class would make fun of mom's OnlyFans. So she's gotten OnlyFans now. She's making bank, by the way, doing it. And it says, the 16-year-old was having a hard time after other children in her class uh, were making fun of her because of the OnlyFans profile. She's 42 years old, by the way, that mom. Never grew up, though. I mean, 42 years old doing that. Really? Okay. This is what the mom wrote. My children get so much crap because of who I am. In the past, I think they've been treated differently by teachers, other pupils, and even parents. When we first moved up north, my Heidi had to change schools because boys in her class were teasing her over me being on OnlyFans. She says, people read things about me and then judge my kids. That's not fair. They never asked for me to be their mom. My downfall should not be on their shoulders. But it is, honey. It is, honey. That's why you as a parent are supposed to take responsibility for your actions and know that we live in a world where people are going to judge your kids based on what you're doing. That young kids in school, should they bully? No. If they if they're going, if these teenage boys have access to see your only fans and they see you half naked doing god knows what on the internet, you think they're not going to be oh my god, her mom. Oh god, you know that's what young people do. They're not mature yet. As you should be, but clearly aren't. Take some responsibility and understand that your decisions affect your child. Unbelievable. By the way, she this woman has three kids uh, from three husbands, it looks like to me. Or is it four kids? No, I think it's three. Um, it says here that Heidi Elizabeth is the oldest child who she shares with her second husband. He's also the father to her 14-year-old. She's also the mom to, oh, wait, Molly Marie and Lily Sue with her first husband— And eight-year-old daughter, Dylan George, with her third husband. So in other words, she's a a mess. Can we just say that? She is a a hot mess.
0: whole storage unit.
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She's a hot mess. All these different guys. I mean, this is just, you know. And then she says the audacity. She's talking about the pandemic. And she says, uh, you know, oh, I don't think the pandemic affected my children too much. But she says, my Heidi suffers with anxiety and a lack of self-confidence in general. Y- you think maybe some of it might have to do with what you're doing at home? First of all, there's all these uh, dad here, dad there, dad there. Now you're on OnlyFans, half naked, 42 years old. That's how you're paying the bills, honey? They refer at one point, I think, that she's uh, is she married to a taxi driver. I don't know what's going on here, but it, it reads like a really bad reality show that you would watch, and then you'd feel bad about yourself that you watched it because you'd be like, oh, man, why am I even giving my time, my energy to to this crazy? So the reason I pulled that was because you got these young OnlyFans girls, oh, what I'm doing is the same. Everybody's doing it. No, everybody's not doing it. Do you want to be 42 years old sitting on OnlyFans? How embarrassing, by the way. You want to be 42 years old? I'm 44. I can't. I mean, I just... I really can't. Because you know what? It, you can make excuses for some. Sometimes when people are young, you could be like, oh, a 20-year-old lost her way. She doesn't really understand the weight of what she's doing. You're 42 years old. You got all those kids. You're sitting on OnlyFans. And you can't process that it's damaging for your own kids. And maybe you should stop and figure out another way to make a buck. Unreal. Some, the decisions some women make, unbelievable. Oh, you're so judgmental, Jen. Yes, I am. Yes, because some things need to be judged, one. And two, who's looking out for the kids? Who's looking out for those kids? It's not their fault that their mom's, you know, a, a hot mess, but it's their problem, right? Okay. El Chino is in there. Brick wall. Also nasty. It is nasty, right? Isn't it nasty? Ugh.
0: yeah. I think it's a huge issue when you literally get bullied out of your school because of what your mom does. Can you imagine? Yeah.
2: Get bullied That's out wild. of your school. Can you imagine? All right. Let's go to number four. I want to talk about bachelorette parties. I'm going to give you my take. Now, some of you are not going to like this take, guys, girls. Some of you are not going to like it. So get prepared, buckle up, get ready. But I have to be honest with you, as I always am. But we're going to play the clip first. This is from Fresh and Fit, 3551, number four. Let's play it.
1: I definitely think women should have bachelorette parties. Okay. okay. They definitely need speed strippers involved. Okay. <laughs> you're celebrating two different things. One, you're celebrating like your last night of freedom. Like that's it. After tonight, you're settling down. This is the last man for oh, the cool. rest. Well, are of you life. really
0: free when you've been engaged to?
1: How long have you been engaged though?
0: <laughs> let's let's say <laughs> hypothetically speaking, most people are engaged for what? Six years? To, six? Excuse, six months. Six months to one year. Yeah. Right. They got to get the money up for the wedding and everything. So let's say what? Let's say six months to a year.
1: But at any point of those six months to a year, I can here's your ring and dip. But once that paper <laughs> signed, then you got legal fees. Then you got to go through all these different hoops. So the bachelorette party that's your last <laughs> night. Like okay. that's it. Like after that, you're done. And then you're also celebrating. That's it. I'm done. I found the one. That's it. So yeah, <laughs> it, incorporate like your mom, your sister, your close friends. Like bring those people. But also, then like have fun too. Bri- yeah, bring so on that, that, spice. that last cock like, before the real clock. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. So, so you think it's it's uh, appropriate if even if the girl, the the bride to be, even had some sexual relations with a guy before?
1: Look, that's on them. I mean, if you want to, yeah,
0: yeah. But do you don't... think that's appropriate?
1: Yeah, why not? Okay, okay. let's pause uh, it there.
2: Yeah. Then mean, they the get into gonna- a whole discussion about guys, women. I don't need to hear that, and neither do you, because I'm going to tell you why it's bad both ways. But first and foremost, that's closet 304 right there. No women. Women who pair sex with emotion c- couldn't even, like, utter the words that she's uttering. That is a red flag. You see her? You, you, are you guys in the chat? you out there? you dating a girl? Cute girl? Sounds like that. Next. Done. Over. Take out the trash, I'm telling you done. That's going to be a headache. She's, she's, <laughs> things ain't going to change is all I'm going to say. So she's not only talking about, by the way, bachelorette parties where, you know, you go and uh, I remember there used to be back in the day, it used to be like Chippendales. I think uh, my friend Vinny Guadagnino does the Chippendales now. You guys know him from the Jersey Shore? I, he grew up in Staten Island. Anyway, but you know, it's, so I guess it's still a thing. But back in the day, it was like, oh yeah, you know, go to she's talking about sexual relations. She's talking about you go to a bachelorette party And there's a guy there and stuff happens, right? Something, either the kissing, the touching, maybe even some sex. And she's like, why not? It's up to you. (laughs) Last night of freedom. Honey, what are you talking about last night of freedom? You're engaged to somebody for how long? You're about to marry them. You've been together in an exclusive relationship, I'm guessing, as 99.999% of cases are exclusive before you get married. And you're saying last night of freedom, you've been free that whole time? Have you been cheating on your man the whole time? Nasty. You thought you had a free pass to go, go to a party, go out to the club. So all those nights that you told him that you were out at the club with your girlfriends, walking around with a tube top and stilettos, oh, it's just my friends. Were you you doing the nasty then too because you were free? Think about it. Think about when a woman says it's her last night of freedom. The night before, oh, bachelorette party, last night of freedom. What has she been doing while she's been dating you for the last X amount of months or years? It's the same thing. She was free, honey. That's what she was doing. Guys, she was free. So you better go back and think, oh, there was that time she hung out with that male friend of hers, what was going on down there in that cabin. Oh, wait a minute, there was that time that she, mm-hmm, you start counting and be like, well, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. Also, what type of twisted woman? She's talking about bringing her mom in on this? Ugh, what is going on there? Some type of creepy, nasty, ugh. Your sister, your mom, ugh. Something real disgusting going on here, no? Um, these people have no concept of like any sort of like moral decency. left. nothing left. Ugh. Then she goes into a whole conversation with him. Oh, is it different? Is it? Listen, let me tell you something. You ready for some straight talk? I know sometimes some of you start to hate me when I do this, but it's too bad. If you feel the need, if you're about to get married and you feel the need to do a bachelor, bachelor party or a bachelorette party like this, don't get married. You're not ready. You're either not ready, that's not the right person. If you're like, oh my God, I got to cling to this one night of, of uh, you know, I can go out and still, you know, uh, mess with this girl or I could still do mess with this guy or I could maybe get some action in just before I, if you're in that head, just self-reflect, sit back and say, okay, I'm not ready for what's about to happen. I'm not, something's not right here. And may just be that it's not the right match for you. It may just be that you're not, whatever it may be, that that urge is not going to leave you that night. Okay? It's not. So you are going to be, that you're going to be in trouble. You're going to then be in a marriage. There's a high chance of infidelity if somebody's talking like this the day before. Now, that's not to say you can't go out. As an example, I did a, before I got married, I didn't do a bachelorette party. Um, do I sound like the type of person that would enjoy it? No. But I did go out to dinner. I had a dinner with a couple of my good friends. We hung out. We walked around the city. we I don't remember what we did, but it wasn't like a we didn't drink or anything like that. But you can do something to commemorate. Like it's a celebration. I'm getting married, you know. I remember my husband went and had a big dinner with his guy friends. They went. I think they did some like. I don't know, escape the room stuff or like, I don't know what they did. They went to a shooting range. I think they did some, they were throwing some type of axes and darts and all sorts of guy stuff, you know. Um, they did some type of fitness thing, I think, together. It was like a whole day. They, it was, you know, like a male bonding thing. a celebr- That's awesome. I love that. I support it. There was none of this stuff going on. Not because I put some ultimatum down, but just because it, we, we were not in that head right? We were getting married. It was like we had already, this was over. So I'm just telling you, if it's not over, just think about why it's not over. Maybe she's not for you. Maybe he's not for you, whatever. But this nasty woman talking about how a woman should go out, bachelorette party, sex and everything, disgusting stuff. I don't know, man. If you found out, guys in the chat, if you found out that you were dating a girl and you were really into her, you had been dating her for two years, now you're going to get married, and she's talking like, all of a sudden you hear that, oh, I'm going to have the bachelorette party, we're going to have strippers. Would you, would you say no? I want to see in the chat. Would you say no? That, yeah, I'm, I'm not marrying her. Would you have the nerve to do it, or would you be like, well, I already got this far? Would you also start thinking about what she had been doing the whole time you were dating, going down that list, thinking of all the nasties that could have happened with all these other guys? I know. I know the answer to this question, but I'm asking you directly. So put it in the chat. All right, you hear these women talking about getting, doing makeup, and all this stuff for themselves. At some point, it becomes a little nauseating. I'm not going to lie because there's just a refusal to acknowledge. Fresh and Fit also did a fun segment on this. Um, I don't know how fun you would call it. She's kind of crazy, but that's fun, right? Let's look at number five, one fifty-three hundred three. Because,
0: because I, I love, love makeup. Okay, why are you putting makeup on?
1: Because
2: I love it. I feel
1: great. Why do you love it? Why? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's good. Like, do I look ugly?
0: <laughs> I mean, but I'm not I, doing
1: that for the beaches or the guys I'm do that. I'm doing
2: that for me. I really? want to look at the mirror and feel Hold like on. good,
0: you know, do you go to bed with that makeup in your hair like that? Of
2: forever? course not. It's bad for my oh, skin. Oh, okay. why would someone you're sleep with the makeup bad. on? It
0: doesn't make sense.
2: If you're doing it for yourself, you should be able to sleep with your makeup. And hair. why and the it's and dry stupid drywall. and ruin my skin. Of course oh, not. Wow. Okay, okay Can we on? just pause here for a second? Is the makeup not bad for your skin during the day? Listen, I know a lot about skincare. It's like my baby. I love it. Um, and it's true. Wear makeup at night. If you wear your makeup at night as to sleep, you're going to clog pores, nasty, terrible stuff happens. But it also happens during the day, right? So it, what her skin is just breathes beautifully, peachy keen all day long. And then at night, suddenly it, it doesn't. Come on. Also, the red lipstick. She's asking if she looks ugly. I wouldn't use that word. But this is a lot going on there now. Is it not? Just saying. I saw you roll your eyes deli in the corner when she asked if she looked ugly. I saw an expression on your face. I'm not going to reveal what it was, but it wasn't good and it was quite telling. Um, So and here's the thing. There's a whole new wave of women now that do do all the makeup and stuff and they're not going anywhere. Why, though? What are they doing? They're doing this. Selfie, this, post it, put it on the Internet get it out there. Oh, look, story, live, filter, you know, that's happening. So it's not, yes, there are women that will say, well, when I'm at home, I also wear the makeup. Really, honey, did you, did you go on social media at all? Did you take a look? Did you FaceTime anybody that day? I guarantee you there was some interaction with some other people that happened through this. So it's no longer a world where it was like, it's just different now. Of course she's putting the makeup on for other people. Come on. You know, you're putting the makeup on because when you look in the mirror, for example, I'll give you an example. When I'm home, I don't wear makeup at home at all, really, truthfully, because I don't like stuff on my face. Even truthfully here, people ask me a lot of times about the show. I don't wear foundation because I don't like the way it feels on my face. There's very little going on here. There's a little bit of gloss. People who are in studio with me always come in and say, wow, you have like no makeup. I'm like, yeah, just I don't like the way it feels. But I literally at home, nothing no makeup, nothing. Sometimes I'll, I'll be exhausted and I'll catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror and I'm like, oh man, I look tired, right? So then if I have to come in here and talk to you all, a little bit of concealer goes on, a little bit of mascara goes on, a little bit of gloss, a little bit of blush, something, right? So I don't look like a walking corpse. I'm not trying to hurt your eyes. You know what I'm saying? So you, know, you do a little something. Would it be if I sat here and said, oh no, no, mm-mm. I don't care at all, you know? I mean, it's just, come on. And you have to really think about it because sometimes I think women get in our heads and we say, no, but it is for me because I'm looking in the mirror and I'm unhappy with what I see. Uh, You know, so I'm trying to adjust it. Yes, that's true. But you're trying to adjust it because you know somebody else is going to be looking at you and you're uncomfortable with them looking at you and you feeling a little ugly that day, right? If you look in the mirror and you see a little ugliness at home and nobody's there, you're not necessarily inclined to like remedy it. Just, just, like, own it. It's okay. It's okay. In the same way, you know, people do things to, to impress other people and to look a certain way in front of others. It's, it's okay. Just, like, don't lie about it and look dumb. Oh, no, the makeup is, hurts my skin from 12 to 3, but from 6 to 8, it's totally, I mean, come on, honey. <sighs> Philip Brown said, 20 bucks, appreciate you. Well, thank you, Philip. That means a lot. All right, let's talk about these situationships. Y'all you you all know what a situationship is? Oh, man. What is it? It's people just hooking up, doing the nasty, basically, with no commitment. So I see in Time Magazine, Till the Matrix. By the way, if you read places like Time Magazine and expect to find the truth, um, do you watch CNN, too? Just asking. Okay. So here's what it says. Situationships are the future of dating. That's not a bad thing. I see this title. I'm like, here we go. I'm going to read to you a bit of the article. It says something has shifted over the last few years. Rather than seeing situationships as a trap, to be avoided. Daters are now embracing the idea that some relationships don't need to be rigidly defined. For some, the need for flexibility and openness points to a trend that might be here to stay. The gray area might actually be helping people focus less on defining where they're going and more on fully enjoying the present. Okay, why is this bad? I'm gonna go on in a second. First of all, what are you doing with somebody for long stretches of time if you know it's not going anywhere? You know what you're doing? Ladies, you're delaying. It's just a delay. Right. You're wasting valuable time. Guys can afford to delay a little bit more just because of fertility being what it is for women. Right. The eggs being it just is right. Biologically, we have a a more of a defined clock. So guys can afford that delay a little more, although I, I truly don't understand from a male perspective either why you would waste time in a situationship with somebody. You know, acting like you're in the relationship, sort of, kind of, not really getting into fights here and there, having to do... If you're not meeting the family, like, if you're not interested in them, just why not just be like, pack up and leave, move? Okay, next, you know? Um, Because heartache can come with situationships, too. People's feelings get involved, all that. But for a female perspective, this is outright dangerous advice. They're telling women, oh, just hang out with that guy. Oh, you're 25. Hang out with that guy you're not really into for another eight years, and and believe me, they talk about the length of time. They're they're not talking about two weeks. They're talking about you know you could be in a situation for years. Okay, And what happens then? You come out of that situation ship, and now you got to look for a real guy, because the clock is ticking, and you're like, well, I want three babies, and I'm this age, and it takes you know I need this amount of time to meet somebody and be engaged, and then get married, and then have a baby, and then pause, and then have another baby, and then pause. You know, all of a sudden the sweat's dripping down your neck. You're in a massive panic. You know, you're, you're hitting the wall with, with like crazed eyes. you look got crazy eyes. Now guys see you and they don't want to date you because they're like, who's that chick? She looks desperate and crazy. Next. You want to be that person? No. They want you to be that person. Time Magazine wants you to be that person. I wonder if time is funded in any way by Big Pharma. Hmm, probably. Okay, let's see. Staying open to people who may not be exactly aligned with your initial dating goals makes things a little easier and way more fun. It removes the urgency of immediately finding what you're looking for, allowing you to stay open to enriching connections while you search. Rather than berating yourself for exploring someone that catches your eye, you can embrace that experience for what it is. So you see what they're encouraging? Live in the moment. They're encouraging you to be irresponsible. They're encouraging you to go against your instinct, which is like you realize you don't like somebody, but you're staying sticking around anyway. They're encouraging men to just spend time investing in somebody they know they don't like. Precious time, by the way, that you could be investing in your Career, your ability to make money, your ability to turn yourself into, for lack of a better term, a high value man. They're taking precious years away from women, so they lose value as a result of that. This delay, this delay, this delay. They come out of that situation ship at thirty, and they've gained absolutely nothing except maybe a little bit of spontaneous fun, which frankly they could have had for a few minutes and then not stayed in a situation ship for five years and wasted all that time. So this is a agenda driven. If you look on the next page, too, it says it may sound pessimistic. This is this is just, I re, again, find the golden nugget. It may sound pessimistic because they're talking about how, oh, here, this is a good part, too. It says commitment may not be an option. The distance can make it, they're talking about long-distance relationships and situationships and how it could be a good thing. The distance can make it too hard. However, these long-distance situations just provide some of the stability that long-term partnerships do without. The what's next question. And you realize this is just delay, delay, waste time on somebody. Delay, delay, delay. And then this is the golden negative of the article. Always look when you read these articles to see the agenda. The real agenda is usually on page two or three. Here it's on five. It may sound pessimistic, but all relationships end. What? When you focus more on how you feel now, and less on where things are going, you give yourself space to take in all that your partner has to offer. You worry less and enjoy more. Okay, does this sound like advice that's driven toward the nuclear family? That's driven toward mommy, daddy, children? No, it's not. It's it's about it's advice geared toward you being independent, thinking about yourself, being selfish, thinking, "Oh, I don't need a man, I don't need a woman, I don't need any of that. Kids are a burden." That's what this they want you in that head. And the reason I mentioned pharma, people are like, where's she coming out? Because then you're alone and depressed at 40. What are you taking? Drugs, alcohol, mm, antidepressants, right? Oh. Doctor gives them out like candy. Oh, you go into the doctor. Oh, I feel depressed. They don't ask about the fact. They they're not going to care whether you've had situationships for the last decade and you've got nothing to show for it and now you've got the crow's feet and all that and you've got to go into the dating marketplace with some young fang and compete and maybe that's why you're depressed. No, they're just going to hand you an antidepressant. Pharma wins. Cha-ching. Y'all see where I'm going with us. By the way, all relationships don't end. So if you, if you were going to take this person's advice, and I don't have the author, and I don't care, frankly, but if you were going to take this person's advice, you would have to ignore everything you knew about your whole family, your history, every I mean, I had two, two sets of grandparents on both sides that were with each other till the end. I have my parents have been together, God knows how long do they fight? Sure, sometimes. So, of course. They're together. I think it's like 50 plus years. They deserve some type of medal for that, by the way, but. I know tons of people, older generations, that you got married and you figured it out. You made it work, right? Oh, all relationships end. Oh, what a message for the children, dollface. Let me guess who wrote this. Uh, my guess, if I had to guess, is some 30-year-old single woman. And I have no idea who wrote it. I don't know. Deli, you could look if you wanted to, but it's not going to change my opinion, frankly. <laughs> all right. What does it mean to be emotionally loyal versus physically loyal? what's the difference? Would you guys, would you accept a woman into your life who was going to be emotionally loyal, but not physically loyal women in the chat? Would you accept, you know, a guy, Uh, guys, would you accept a girl? Women, would you accept a guy that we're going to do that? Let's listen to number seven. Someone's going to explain to you what that means to her. Let's take a look.
0: Okay, what I said was I am more loyal emotionally in the beginning of when I first meet somebody and see like there could be like something possibly there, but not so much physically because the physical stuff doesn't mean as much to me as like the emotional stuff because I mean, it's 2023, like people do sleep around, they do. And I think like the emotional investment is more important than the physical one. Obviously, if I'm like seeing a guy and he like like, has sex with another girl, like that's gonna make me mad. But from the get-go, like in the beginning of meeting somebody, it's just, but don't, I, don't,
2: but you, the, but. don't you think that's detrimental for you? Okay, so, it's more emo- by the way, she says, did you see the hypocrisy there where she says that she's going to be emotionally loyal when she meets somebody if she thinks it's going to go somewhere, but not physically. But if a guy cheats on her, she'd be mad about it. Honey, what? Did, did, what did you, again, you want something? I mean, are well, all these girls taking some type of, I don't know what, is the birth control getting to your, pal- into your heads, honey? Something going on? Okay. So she's emotionally loyal, not physically loyal, and her excuse is that everybody's having sex with everybody. Everybody's sleeping around, everybody's so why not me? Does that is that the type of woman that's gonna appeal to you guys? Is that does that provide you with some sense of security that you're gonna get into a relationship with that woman and she's not gonna stray? I mean, who would want to date this girl? That's from whatever podcast, by the way. Who would want to date this girl? Show of hands. Oh, look, I see no one. Deli's hand's not up, just saying. You're not gonna wanna date somebody like that because it's a headache. What do you mean? First of all, why are you separating the physical from the emotional? Guys, you hear a girl talk like this and they separate the physical from the emotional? Run. I don't care if she looks like Megan Fox on her best day. Run, run. That, all that tells you is that she is going to be able to sleep with other people behind your back She's not going to pair the sex with emotion. It's going to be easy and it's going to happen. Women who pair sex with emotion are are very safe when it comes to fidelity and monogamy and things like that. Much safer than those who don't. I mean, it's not even a comparison. Imagine the crazy. Unbelievable. Guys want to feel like the set, like if if you sleep with them, they wanna feel like that, that means something to you as a woman. Like you're not just giving it to everybody, you're giving it to them because they matter in a different way. They're special, you love them. Guys don't wanna feel like, oh, well, you know, she's sleeping with me and first of all, before I got here she slept with everybody basically and you know, you know she may be sleeping with somebody right now because I'm having lunch. Is that appealing in any way to a man? This is not rocket science. Oh man. This is why, you know, I I haven't gone out to the whatever podcast because I'm a little worried about what's going to go down. Because, you know, I talk like this and Brian is um, Brian is more restrained, shall we say he is. He's going to be like, Jed, be on your best behavior. and Don't come at all. So I'll have (laughs) to lie and tell him that I will be on my best behavior. Then I'll show up and do this. So don't worry. All right. uh, Monogamy. Do you care about monogamy from women? what does that look like? What does that mean? Let's play number eight from this. I think she's an only, yeah, she's an OnlyFans girl. Oh God. Listen to her. Swing? But, not really, no. Not we're, swingers? We're, we're monogamous. I know that's it a seems... fucking
0: L for that guy. No, <laughs> swing's <but>, not. <laughs> we're just monogamous, but... You're, but. Well, you say you're monogamous, but you're,
2: it's, it doesn't count because it's for money. So. You are
0: not monogamous for money. It's my you job. So. <laughs> it I like hold on.
2: No, like, we're monogamous, but it's just for money, <laughs> oh, yeah. so the other stuff really doesn't count because... It, it
0: counts. It counts. It doesn't because count for us. Counts. We don't
2: think it counts. It's no emotional so. attachment. Exactly. It's Wait, just a job. So yeah. if a chef like, goes... <laughs> so you're telling me, what if you're a chef <laughs> and you make food? You're like, you know, like... It's, like, different, obviously. But, yeah. like, if a chef is making food... You get what I'm saying. It's no, monogamous. I'm just doing it for money. Nasty. 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 Okay. Nasty. Possible. And what's going on with the costume? It's not Halloween. Oh, God. So she's trying to say that... How do I contain myself? She's trying to say that they're monogamous because the sex... Well, the sex that she has is just sex work. It doesn't count. <laughs> so you're a guy. You're dating a girl. And you're under the impression that it's monogamous, whatever. But she's going around sleeping with a whole bunch of guys for work. As a man, you can just ignore that. There's something wrong with this guy that she's dating. Either he's there for the cash. He's getting something out of it. Is, um, come on, guys. You can, are not able to do that and be happy. Don't lie to me. Send your lady off to be doing God knows what. Oh, no, it's just for the money. It's a job. And she's trying to talk about some chef. You see the analogy she was trying to make? But she was like, she couldn't even find her way. She's trying to say what she was probably trying to say is, oh, if uh, a chef goes out and cooks for the masses, you know, and then comes home and cooks for you. It's different. You know, that's his job. What are you correlating? Some guy who goes to work and cooks meals for people that come to eat dinner and you spreading the gams for every guy that walks through the door for some green? Come on, honey. <sighs> Can you imagine? Oh, it's, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. Can you, can you point me to the guy she's dating? I would love to. You know what I really wish I could do? I, would, I don't know how to recruit these people. I would love to get the guys on the shows who are dating these girls. Get on here and talk to me. They'll all be, forget it, they'll all be broken up by the time they leave this room. No question. Because I'll be like, come on, you get, get, don't lie. On that note, by the way, we are going to have um, Destiny's wife on. She's coming on the show to be a one-on-one with me. I'm very curious to talk to her. It's going to happen in about a week and a half. She and I are going to go, we're going to have a one-on-one about open relationships, about all that stuff, about uh, monogamy, about um, body count. So I'll let you know when that's happening. I'm just, I'm waiting for the date to be confirmed. It's going to be spicy. Delia, you're going to want to be here for that one. (laughs) Okay, Sterling Cooper went on the whatever podcast. People ask why I pull this show a lot. First of all, I like it. I'm a fan of the show. And secondly, it's it's it offers a very nice... There's just so much crazy going on. It's so much crazy. I just... I, I, I don't know where to pull the... It's like... I, it's It's everywhere. And the costumes really do add a bit of excitement to my day. Not going to lie. Maybe they can put me on whatever podcast with that girl with the bunny ears. I'd be down. Or... Brian could pull could bring back bangs it could be me versus bangs that could be so much fun audience would you watch that they're like yes I would Jed all right Sterling Cooper your friend Sterling Cooper our friend Sterling Cooper went over there you saw him in that last clip but here he had an exchange he triggered somebody is all I'm gonna say number nine let's listen you, okay, so what? You obj- okay, then, no, wait, you no, So tell, so tell me what I have to better. do to
1: look better. Tell me right now what I have to do to make drop, myself a ten.
2: Drop the
0: attitude for a stop.
1: Oh. oh, but I thought that it was. wait, 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 wait. Because I thought it was just on looks. Yeah. I thought it was just on looks, not what I'm saying. Aww. It's just my looks, it's just what I look like. <laughs> So and, you know, go ahead it, and tell me, not matter, my attitude. You know what? It, it
0: doesn't, doesn't matter what you look like. You've got a bad attitude. Oh, You've it doesn't to be, matter it, what, I so what I look like. That's what I was fucking
2: saying. With a bad okay. attitude. Okay. So bad does, she, does she seem, first of all, does she seem happy to you? Pleasant? You know how guys always say, I want someone peaceful. Somebody who's pleasant to be. Does that seem like a pleasant woman? Like you'd come home from a long, hard day and you'd be dealing with some ease? No. No. She's lost her mind, right? She's completely triggered. She's cursing, she's this, she's defensive, she's got an attitude, she does have an attitude problem. Because she's unhappy, and she's not comfortable with what she's saying about her own life. People who are comfortable in their own decisions have a composure to them. You know, you ever make a decision that you're really not comfortable with and you, you can like, you're visibly agitated by it. Because you, you know, you're like, oh, I don't know, this is, you, your nerves are dancing. Her nerves are dancing. So she's talking about how guys, oh, they care about looks. They, yeah, guys are visual people, so they want to be attracted to you. They they are attracted to, generally speaking, a feminine woman, but they're also attracted to energy. And what they don't like is chaos. Guys don't like chaos in their orbit. They don't they don't enjoy that, um, particularly from somebody that they ha- want to see you know some longevity with. So now everybody's thinking, oh, but they'll hang out with a hot mess for a night. Yeah, that's, again, that's a night. That's not a life. When they choose someone that they want to be with for the rest of their life, they want that person to bring them peace at home. That's like one of the top things. When I ask my husband, what's really important to you, you know, or, or what really drives you nuts or about me? And I ask these questions. I'm curious. And the one thing that does drive him crazy is if I have a stressful something happen and I respond in a stressed way that stress it like he he doesn't he prefers when I am calm and let him deal with the stress. So it's just reality. They don't like it. It, it disrupts it, <laughs> and they don't want it. Right. They don't want they're like, nope. I can find somebody who's not going to bring stress. Right. That's just something. Of course, you're going to be married. You're going to go through. Everyone's going to get stressed one time or another. But you know what I'm talking about? A diva. That's a diva right there. So why not just be able to sit back and listen to what he's saying and say, you know, wow, I do have a bit of an attitude problem right now. You know, no, can't. No, no, by the way, no self-reflection and no self-awareness. These modern women lack those two things consistently, repeatedly. They won't self-reflect to say, well, am I doing something wrong? If I if I don't have a man, what is some of that on me? Is it some of my choices, my decisions? Are they playing a role in this? They don't do that at all Zero, zero self reflection, zero self awareness as to their own behavior. Out the window. All right. We have some chats. I'm going to get to those right now. Caleb Faust, uh, you're right. Some things need to be judged. Can we get some green flags to look for, men and women? Yeah, of course. You mean stuff like that's a go sign? Sure. Um, Let me do that in a second. I just want to get through these because that's a tricky one, but I'll, I'll give you some. I'm just writing a note so I remember. Jay Lee, she was just on yesterday with her boyfriend. who was on yesterday with her boyfriend? Uh, redhead. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. John Doe gave uh, five bucks. I can hardly wait for your reaction to the redhead' subsequent appearance on whatever she was on with the bo- Oh, god! Everybody's talking about this now. I'm going to have to go and look that up. <laughs> I skip some of them. Some, and don't get me wrong, a lot of the episodes are good. I, I skip some of them if I don't feel the heat. Like it has to be something that fires me up. But I'm going to check that out. So you're talking about green flags. Um, so green flags, as in guys or women that I think are really, you know, like doing the right things. I think if you have a guy who, you know, is intentional, men who aren't intentional are very, very, um, attractive and also very important because they carry that intentional energy throughout. So men that are intentional about you, uh, clear about what they want, who are direct, who are intentional about their jobs, who are intentional about, you know, what they want their financial path to look like or intentional about you know where they want to live there's something incredibly sexy and and by the way very reassuring about an intentional man someone who's not just flopping around oh I don't know what's gonna happen oh maybe next year you want someone who has direction because that if you want a man who's going to be a leader that direction is also going to provide direction for you Right? You're going to be able to sit back for some of that and not be stressed about those things. Let him handle that stress and know that because he's intentional, it will find its way to the right spot and you can have comfort in leaning on him. For women, I think that women who are nurturing, women who uh, my number one thing to tell guys to look for is a woman who does not have a heavy sexual past and who does not talk about sex as if it's just something you can do, like go get your nails done. Women who take it seriously, women who have that tunnel vision for a guy, maybe a woman who's had two relationships or three relationships before you, but one at a time wasn't, look at her friends. Look at her friends. Are her friends, you know, party scene friends? Are they out doing no good? Are they constantly dragging her into a scene? Look at her family what is her family life like? Has it provided, you know, some stability and structure for her in her life? Does she have a good relationship with her mom and her dad? All of that stuff. But more than anything, I think you really need to listen to how these women talk about, you know, the, 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 the relationship dynamics. You'll get a vibe. And by the way, initially, you should spend time with them. You should, you should meet her friends and see how she interacts with her friends with you there. That's all very important. And if they do a good job of like if they're te- if again if a woman is focused on you and loving toward you and you you feel that you know she is somebody who has taken sex seriously in her life and she has good relationship with her parent those are all green flags for me more important than what she does for a living or any of that is going to be is she grounded in some type of moral compass and still has some of those traditional values that have been lost you're going to want a woman. And a future mother of your children to care about that stuff. Um, let's see. TJ saying, Namaste from India love the nasty. Nasty. Mm-hmm. I like my button. Y'all, would you, do you want to listen? I, there is something I could do that's special. We've been toying with the idea. I'm going to say this on air before I even have permission, you know, because I sometimes release things before I talk to the suppliers. But <laughs> would it be cool if I could sell these and you could have a little button that said nasty on it and with my voice saying it? Imagine, and then somebody in your life does something you don't like. You're out on a date and there's some girl, you keep this in your car, guys. There's some girl doing something and you just go nasty like that. She'll be like, what did you, is that some girl you see it on the side? Who is that that just said nasty in my face? Point them to the podcast. Mm -hmm.
0: That'll be good for a commercial.
2: (laughs) Exactly. I'll do the dirty work for you. Don't worry. You want to break up with somebody and you don't know what to say? You just do this. Nasty. That's all. End of story. Walk out the door, take your stuff and forward them to the podcast. I'll, uh, I'll do the rest of the breakup. I'll do it on my neck. Don't worry. Okay. Meal Ray, five bucks. Can you do a podcast on vetting and choosing a proper person for marriage? Benefits of a good marriage and what it takes to make it a good marriage? I could do that. I could get a little whiteboard in here and go back into teacher mode. I could do that. I'll take that into consideration. (laughs) You can vet for me? (laughs) Yes, I can vet. Deli's looking for somebody to vet for him, too. So it kills two birds at one stone. It's
0: the Matchmaker series. There you
2: go. Matchmaker with Jed. (laughs) Okay. The last thing we're going to do for today is toxic dating advice. You're going to hear some crazy coming your way. Women in the chat, by the way, uh, don't take this advice. Men in the chat, if you hear women talking like this, run the other way. Grab your stuff and leave. I don't care how cute she is. I always say that because I know you guys, you see a little bit of the boobies. You see the hiney. You see stuff. You see the hair extension. Whatever it may be. And you're like, mm, I, could just, I could take a little bit of abuse for that. No, don't do it. A little turns into a lot. And then suddenly you're like, you've lost all your money and all your hair. Okay, number 10. Let's go to the first one. TikTok
0: Make someone obsessed with you. Okay, listen. What I'm about to share is very manipulative. And I don't recommend you use it on just anyone. But if you want to know how, then watch till the end. A lot of people think that if you want someone to be obsessed, you need to play hard to get or ignore them. And that is false. What you actually need to do is send mixed signals. Because think about it. Whenever someone has sent you mixed signals, that's when you've started to psychoanalyze and figure out what went wrong, and that is when you get hooked. So how do you send mixed signals? Easy. You're gonna create pleasure and pain. Let's start with pleasure. Give this person attention, give them hope, let them get comfortable. Almost like they're in an ocean with unlimited supplies of water. Next up, pain. You're gonna take them from that ocean and drop them in the desert. Okay, no more water supply. In other words, no contact. Because that's when they're going to get confused. And that's when they're going to worry that they lost you. The less certain they are, the more obsessed they'll become. Tap that plus sign to follow for more and find me on Instead of Choose My Next Topic.
2: Mm-hmm. Toxic. 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 Talk about toxic masculinity. That's some toxic femininity. For real, though. So, guys, that's what they're doing to you. That's what they're doing to you. Games, mixed signals, mind games, scheming, Dangle a little bit. Respond. How many of you guys have experienced this? I'll guarantee you, a lot have experienced this type of like she's interacting with you, and all of a sudden she you're like ghosted. You, there's no explanation. All of a sudden she's back. All of a sudden she's out. Oh, I have plans. Who are the plans with? You're starting to figure out well, what's going on here, right? This happens. Now let me tell you this: You're I hate this. I also hate this term high value. You're a guy who's got his you know what together. You're not putting up with this for two seconds. You know why? You're gonna have options. She's not a ten we can all acknowledge that. She's not unattractive, but she's not like, oh my God, Heidi Klum just walked in and guy's not going to take, guy with options is not going to take that from her for five minutes. Next. Bye. See you later. Who will take that is a desperate guy who will take that is a guy who doesn't have options, who will take that as a guy who's not getting any swipes and he doesn't, you know, he's not financially secure. He's, he's uncomfortable with his own reality and he's insecure about that. And he's, taking what he can get. So don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Do everything in your life. Stop chasing girls and stop trying to get a date and focus on making yourself the type of man that attracts women so that you are never in a position to be on the receiving end of mind games from modern women like that. That's your job. You want to be happy? That's your job. And just know they do it. And by the way, did you see the crazy eyes? Young girl, they're doing the Botox now real young, like 20. You know, it's the Kylie Jenner. They do it, by the way, to... That's preventative, right? That's not how Botox works, just so you know, it's not. it's not preventative, because when you relax a muscle, it just we can get we can have a whole conversation about that. It's not it just, trust me, it doesn't work. And also they're putting toxic stuff in their bodies, for God knows how long. but it', it caused the, you know, the, the, you saw what I, the other day when I was like this. She's like always looking like this, you know. You all watch "Ever Turn the Bachelor on," the Bachelorette. You should turn the bachelor on and watch the girls' faces. I was so uncomfortable the other day watching some I, – I watch, I watch clips of this all the time because it, it helped. it's, like, good for content. I wish I could show some of them, but sometimes I can just respond. She was so upset leaving the mansion, but all you saw was, like, it, her face couldn't move. She had so much filler and Botox in her face that she couldn't exude emotion from – it was so – it was like watching a sci-fi movie unfold. Horrible. But the crazy eyes are always, you know, they're, they're just becoming more and more prevalent as a result of, you know – pharma. Okay, second clip. Last one of the day. Let's play it. What's good? I'm back and I have some really
1: low-key toxic advice for you guys today, but I think it'll actually help some people, so hear me out. This is for women dating or seeing exclusive with whatever toxic men, okay? You are seeing other girls on this phone, whatever it is, like he's being shady, red flags are popping up. You can do it the healthy way. You can talk things out and probably get rid of, try to get rid of him. But let's be honest, girls never actually do that. So here's your second option, instead of continuing to get manipulated. Three words, one little motto: cheat just in case. Wow, that sounds so bad. Hear me out really fast. Let's think about this in perspective, okay? In about a couple months, you're gonna realize, yep, he was in fact cheating on me the whole time. And you know what? You don't have to feel bad about it because you cheated just in case. Okay, Okay, we can stop it there.
2: So, by the way, doesn't she read just visually as low-key toxic? Honestly. (laughs) She's talking about low-key toxic advice. You walk into a club, you see that girl. I will bet you that you will have a problem. And, guys, you know it, right? Sometimes your eye goes right to the trouble, right? Because it's, 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 you know, everything is popping out everywhere and extension. It's like a ball of fake just walking around. Think about it. Think about it before you approach, man. I'm just telling you because the advi- they give advice like this. Can you imagine that she's giving advice to women? Ruin your relationship before somebody else does. Yeah.
0: She okay. knows it's toxic. Too, of which course. Is crazy. She
2: admits it. She admits, oh, low-key which is interesting. Yeah, she, ad- she knows what she's doing is bad, but she does it anyway. That's the advice that these types of women give to women now. Oh, you see that a guy's doing something or you think he's – not you see even. You think he's doing something. He's looking at his phone or is he? Maybe it's just your paranoia, honey. Maybe you're paranoid because you're doing something. You're doing something dirty or out at the club half naked looking for somebody else's attention. Now you think he is. How do you know he's actually doing something? One. Number two, why don't you just ask? Because they're toxic, these women. Why don't you just say to him, hey, listen, um, this makes me uncomfortable. You know, maybe we're on a different page. Maybe we're looking for something different right now. I just want to like be open and honest about what I'm just be honest with him. How about that? No, no, can't do that. you got to instead assume he's cheating on you. Go cheat on him. (laughs) Ha ha. I got one up on him. And then what happens if he wasn't cheating? What happens if he wasn't? No harm, no foul, right? Because you got a little action on the side and you're low key toxic yourself. So everybody wins, including you, right? no. Can you, I mean, what is the, this is what I'm trying to tell you. You know, you asked me for green flags before. Can if, if I can't, I need to get you all to be able to see what a red flag looks like and how a red flag talks. That is a red flag, okay? And you should know it from the second. And there's typically, you know, a whole look that comes along. Not always, by the way. Sometimes you will find a woman who's got the long fingernails like claws and the long hair extensions and everything's fake and the frozen and maybe they're good sold, but it's very rare. It's very rare. The girl next door doesn't look like that. Right. The person like, you know, Allie from The Notebook, does she look like that? No, honey, she doesn't. Doesn't talk like that either. No. OK, Lou Cassidy, uh 20 gave five bucks last night's whatever episode was telling of what's happening among young people. The redhead and the boyfriend will give you whatever well, it's talking about the redhead and the boyfriend. I'm going to have to check this out. TJ saying, do a video on MILF Manor. It's insanely garbage. I don't know how to cover that stuff and show it to you is my problem because it get, will get demonetized if we do that. That's my problem with The Bachelor. If you have any tips as to how to do that or advice as to, like I don't know how to, it, without showing you the content, I can't react to it, which is very annoying, frankly. There's a lot of stuff that happens in spaces that, like that that I would love to cover. Omega Resetsu, two bucks. Mixed signals equals one crazy beesh. I said that on purpose in a weird way because I don't want YouTube to be like, oh, my God, what did she say? Run like hell. Okay. Is that all we have for today, Deli? Okay. I want to thank everyone for being here. I have somewhere to go, so we're going to wrap tight to the hour today. I will close with... Nasty. That's right. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button for me. Pass this along to your friends. I want to get over 200K soon. So you're going to help me do that, right? You're going to hit the subscribe button. You're going to hit the like button. And you're going to tell everybody you know who's tired of these modern women and their behavior to come listen to me. Because they will, at least they'll be entertained if nothing else, right? All right. I'll see you guys Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Don't be late.